Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, yeah, it's the Friday episode, slightly late, sorry we've been uh, distracted by other things. We've been living our lives. Yeah, we've been living our lives. We're Sometimes fucking... you have to give us space, listeners. We're, we're your beck and call the whole time. If we don't live our lives, then what do we have to talk about on the well, podcast? Well, exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like second album syndrome, mate. Yeah. Like, well, you know, you can write the Arctic Monkeys' first album, mm. right? I think it's, what's it called? Everything People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not, right? That's it, yeah. And it's all about me man works down the chip shop. Yeah. Do da do da day. <laughs> Great. Real life. Gritty. Authentic, yeah. right? Second album, what have you been doing? I tell you what, been doing. You've been being rock stars. No one wants to hear songs about that. <laughs> was it the third or the fourth album, which was based in a, a, a I don't know, it was a cafe in outer space or something? I like that oh, one. Fuck's that sake, was good. Yeah, I like that one. It was good. Well, actually, to be honest, beyond the second album, I don't think I've listened. Uh, not only because I'm became too old and out of touch and ran out of time. Have you listened to? Have you heard the album by Working Men's Club, Sam? No, that's really good. I recommend really? that. Yeah. What do you, oh, I'll, I'll look that up. They're, what a bit, do you think they're, of, a, they're a bit new ordery, but also kind of with a bit more sort of bite about them. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's a really good album. I, I, what do you think of the band Idols? I like this, how we're just flailing around in modern music like two old men. Well, but sometimes I get cross... I don't get anywhere near as cross about music as you do. I mean, music is your number one emotional trigger, right? But I do sometimes hear music and I think, fucking hell. What's all this about? It's so annoying. And Idols is one of those bands. I'm not. I'm honestly not familiar with Idols. I've I've read about them. They're they're really big. But yeah, I'm not really familiar. With them. I know they've been getting a lot of stick. They've got a bit of a um a Barney going on with uh Fat White Family, haven't they? Because they've been accused they? of not being the real deal or something like that, or or pretending to be well, they, working class. I, I, what I do think is, if you're going to fucking moan on a lot and posture a lot, then. First of all, if you're if you're in your forties like us, it's tedious anyway. But it's not aimed at us, is it? Fucking people running around, like, nah, nah. yeah, you know, just fucking moaning about the trivialities of their lives. But mm. um, yeah, you sort of, I don't know. You got to be. I mean, as far as I understand it, the geezer who's the front man is in his fucking thirties and has got a kid. So apart from anything mm. else, I think fuck's sake, mate, grow up. Johnny Rotten was a fucking teenager when he was doing this stuff. It's all right mm. to fucking have the ump and start screaming about the man when yeah. you're that age. But you're in your 30s now. It's embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah, whatever. Age. What do I fucking know? None of this is aimed at me, so my opinion's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is kids' music. I, do you know what I mean? I kind of... I, I'll, I stick kind to, of I'll tell you what, I'll stick to George Benson, if you don't mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of like the... Um, 
I just listen to stuff completely on its merits now and I don't give a fuck about what's meant to be cool and what's not, which I would have cared about a lot more when I was, you know, 14 or 15. Yeah. I can just listen to something. And usually I think, well, that sounds like something that was out there a year ago, but but I still yeah. enjoy it for what it's it is. It's all gone. It's all eaten itself now, but you still I mean, do get good new music. There's I mean, a great track come out today, Dropped today, I think they say. Dropped, yeah. Uh, which I heard on Six Music this morning, which is Hot Chip and Jarvis Cocker. Now, there's yeah. a combo. I heard that this morning, it's yeah. good, isn't it? I, yeah, it was good. Um, we just developed this into some kind of music podcast now. Is that where we're at? Well, it's all right. I mean, you know, take it agenda. or leave it. Listen, like we yeah. say about everything, you don't have to fucking take our advice. We're not experts. So, you know, we're not one of those people who are going to turn up on the radio and go, hey, trust me, do yourself a favour and get this track downloaded. Game changer, <laughs> right? If we <laughs> say something we like don't you know fucking take it or leave it yeah you, you might, might not, not like, like it. it yeah you might not like it you might think it's shit and equally you might think that what i think shit is good i mean fair enough while we're talking about music it's seven days till the style council documentaries on sky arts oh, or exciting. clean your schedules for that. that's halloween that's our halloween treat isn't it fuck Paul it i'm well really looking forward to halloween west ham yeah. liverpool oh right. is that on fucking hell yeah um the Style Council documentary. Yeah. And first Halloween in ages on a Saturday. Really happy, and whisper in case Len can hear me, that basically you can't trick or treat for health reasons. Of course, Because yeah. fucking sick of trick or treating, mate. I can't be bothered with it's it. It's only once a year, though, mate. I know, but it's like, if I have the choice, mm. I'll, I'll obviously always do it as long as my kids want to. My daughter's not bothered anymore. But, like, I'll do it, but I'd rather not. And so it's not happening... But we can do loads of other, like, wicked Halloween shit at home. Spooky housebound fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I already have seen that Krispy Kreme are doing Halloween donuts. Okay. And I'm getting a... F- you, you can get Krispy Kreme delivered now on Uber Eats. Fucking hell. That's yeah. mind-blowing, literally. It's madness, isn't it? It could kill you. <laughs> well, they do it's like when the cocaine, well. it's, it's exactly like when cocaine dealers started to deliver. As soon as the cocaine dealers started delivering around London, like I know several people who that just tipped over the edge because you didn't have to go out and go out. You just called a number and then the cunt turns up. Sometimes they don't even knock on the door. They just leave it under a dustbin. Did we talk talk about Greg's on Just Eat the other day? Have I dreamt it? Greg's, yeah. No, I think we we did. I thought we had. Yeah, sorry, I'm repeating myself now then. Yeah, that was when we were talking about ordering individual vegan sausage rolls, eating it, and then ordering another one just to get the bloke to keep coming back and forth. Yeah. Do you ever, like, when you're ordering just for one, right, Mm. do you ever, out of embarrassment, order extra bits that you don't (sighs) really want? I've done that before. Um, Because I sort of feel, uh, for some reason... Even though it makes no sense because of the way Uber works, the mm. the, the courier's being paid the same, whether you give them a big order or a small order, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I've got this habit of if I'm on, on my own order and take away, there's just two of us, I'll think, I can't just order a fucking... I can't just order a fucking veggie korma and rice. Oh, I'll tell you what, I want to chuck in a couple of samosas and a fucking <laughs> sagaloo as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to make it look more legit. Even though, just, I, it's partly like, because then I'll look more adult. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying yeah, to act grown up. You I think, be judged. Oh, just, just one curry and some rice. I'll, I'll look really babyish, like that's all I can afford. Like yeah. anyone, give, like anyone anywhere gives a fuck about my order. <laughs> yeah. Embarrassing. 
No, I just order what I want, but I always get a side of chips wherever it is anyway, so that's just, you know. Talking about life, um, uh, you know, I want to talk to you about real life. Yeah? Yeah, all right. Because I was just reading a brilliant book by the writer Bryony Gordon, right? Mm -hmm. Not the sort of... She's written a lot of books about mental health. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're quite good, but she wouldn't necessarily be, I would guess, the cup of tea of the average top flight time machine cunter. Yeah. Because she's quite posh. She writes in the Telegraph. She's a bit jolly hockey sticks, private Mm -hmm. school girl from West London, right? Fine. But I read the books, so I'm interested in that sort of thing. And if you can pick through the sort of cultural things that you might have prejudice against, there was some interesting stuff. But then... She wrote a new book that's just out, and it's called Glorious Rock Bottom, and it's about being an alcoholic and a oh, cokehead yeah. and how she knocked it on the head. And what's really interesting is is that she talks all the way through. It's not like historically. She's going, literally, when I was, you know, during the time that I was winning all these awards for my mental health campaigning, had a brilliantly paid column on The Telegraph, was mm. writing best-selling books... And t- talking to people about mental health as if I was an expert, mm. I was simultaneously a- an alcoholic and coke. Off a nut. Off my fucking nut. But because of the way society is, she couldn't really identify it because it just is so normalised. It's so normalised to be on the piss quite regularly. Yeah. And it's so normalised to do coke whilst being on the piss. Yeah. That people don't think... And there's a, you know the misapprehension that you haven't really got a problem until you've lost your job, your relationship, and you're on a park bench and have just shat your pants yeah. and you're drinking meths, right? And that's the picture of a drink problem. But, she, you know, it took her a while. Anyway, it's fucking brilliant, this book, right? Her other books are like, yeah, they're pretty good, but this is... I, I as someone who had to give up drink, I'm like, I've not read something as, like, succinctly... Like it's just it's, it, it was so good. It's, I don't know if you've ever had this, Andy. It was so good it almost discouraged me from writing about the same subject. Do you know right. what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah. Where you sort of think, well, why am I going to fucking write what about else can it? I, add? I couldn't yeah. do it as well as this. She's nailed it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's no point in me writing about. It. I'll just say, oh, if you want to fucking know about, it, read her book, mate. And right? you're saying you're saying you don't need to be a posh girl to enjoy it or appreciate it or understand well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is like the other books you don't need to be either. But I I know that when you're reading books by people who have just a different way of speaking or, and a very different background to you, it can get annoying. It certainly annoyed me, right? Um, and so I found them a bit of a difficult read on that basis. Right. But this one, you just don't care because she's so brutally honest about herself, right? right? And the things that she did, you are astounded. Mm. I mean, I always think we're quite open on this podcast, right? We're pretty open. We don't hold much back about ourselves. Nope. Right, and um, I'm happy that we're like that. Right, um, it doesn't bother me, and I sort of think, oh yeah, as I get older, I'm less bothered about what I would admit about myself. She, this is like next level, right? Yeah, she fucking writes about it. Opens with her at a party. She's married. She's got a kid at a party at some country house or whatever at three a.m. in the morning with her husband and kid asleep in a room up the road, right? Yeah. On the grounds, but she's stayed out and is like frolicking around like these posh people do. You know, they yeah, love they a frolic, do, don't they? Don't yeah. they? In the outdoors. Frolicking. Yeah. They love frolicking about in the outdoors. Frolic and they gamble uh, as well. Gamble not, like not lambs. Like us working men who like to be indoors. We like to be asleep <laughs> in by eleven. <laughs> we like to be warm as well because we know what it's like to feel coldness all day in the yeah. foundry, right? Yeah. 
and um, and so she she's like the book opens with her there out in the middle of the night pissed up on loads of coke with a geezer who's just given her coke going down on her that's right, right mate you heard me right performing oral pleasures an act of on a married mother cunnilingus. of one yes I didn't want to say that word but fine yes cunnilingus <laughs> it's not a word we've used on this podcast before I'm not sure if it, if, if it is it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> she was having cunnilingus performed on her yeah. by some geezer she barely knew. You can see Administered, it. right? Outdoors, if you don't mind, with her old man <laughs> and her <laughs> kid yards away. What, do we do we know what season this was in? What time of the year was it? I I can't remember, but I fucking hope it's summer, mate. I because, hope it was summer as well. My God. Oh, no way. Right. Cunnilingus. I mean, I won't perform cunnilingus outside of the summer Jesus months anyway. Christ, no. Indoors or out. No, I'm joking. You'd, I mean, I wouldn't without a gazebo. <laughs> some kind of exactly. temporary roof covering. Yeah, yeah. You well, need, because, made... you know, the thing is, if you are the one perform, if you're the cunnilingi, is that the word? I think so, yeah. Or the yeah. cunniling, yeah, the cunnilinger and the cunnilingi, yeah. The cunnilingera, right? Mm-hmm. If you're the cunnilingera. You're the one administering the act. You're yeah. very vulnerable. You are yeah. very vulnerable to attack from animals or humans or nature well, because yeah. you can't see what's going on around you. Exactly. I need to assess like my personal space and, 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 and you're assess lower down. threats. You're lower down as well. You, you, you're vulnerable to yeah. whack on the head. Listen, if you're doing it in an outdoor situation, the, the your cunnilingi <sighs> is on her back. <laughs> Stop. And I'm, someone stop can come I'm up gonna... and kick you, boot you right up the arse. Listen, no, I'm going to stop you there, right? This is male privilege at its fucking peak. Because uh, yeah. we're, we're talking about this as in, oh, we're vulnerable to attack on and about the head. <laughs> what about women carrying out acts of oral pleasure yeah, same on, for on them, their yeah. knees? They're, they're, same they, for them. It's, it's more, let's say it's more common. And you they reckon are blowies, more, You reckon blowies are more common than cunnilinguses? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they've they've been vulnerable for centuries. Centuries on, on and about the head area. Well, and mate, when kick was up the, the blowy? When was the blowy invented, and by who? Well, it was by Sir John Blowy, wasn't it, in 1862? <laughs> yeah, that's in the statute books. <laughs> uh, you know that. And tip and typical that it was a man who invented it. By of the way, of course it was. Of course it fucking yeah. was. Yeah, ladies, I've come up with a cracking new invention. Gather it's called the blowy. Named after himself, <laughs> Sir John Blowy. <laughs> uh, you're going to love this. Here's, now, here's the twist. Listen carefully. Here's the twist. You don't fucking blow. You suck. <laughs> That's what makes it so funny. <laughs> oh. So anyway, she is brutally honest about uh, right. uh, misdemeanours. And it's fucking brilliant. But here's the thing. Mm. Uh, you said something recently which resonated a lot with me when you went, listen, right, you got to fucking face real life. Real life is like having chip night or whatever, doing the hoovering. Mm. It's not all this other shit, that the noise that surrounds it. And she makes a really good point because in it she goes, what you got to learn to do, she's talking about what made her alcoholic and all since she was a kid she'd drunk too much. And she's going, basically, you just got to fucking stop. I thought, this is a bit like Dawson Logistics to life. That's why I thought you might like it because she goes, what you got to learn is is that you can't just expect to be fucking really happy every single day. Yeah, you can't. That's just unrealistic. Yeah. But if you think that that is realistic, that's, you'll end up 
doing that, something like becoming a pisshead. That makes you miserable eventually, yeah. You won't, yeah, you won't be able to cope with mm. normality. Mm-hmm. But if you can embrace and almost celebrate normality, right, mm-hmm. then you'll be doing all right. You've but got she to said aim for contentment. I, I always say aim it, for contentment. That's exactly what she says. Honestly, yeah. there's a bit in the book where I thought, she's nicked this off of Dawson. <laughs> I knew she fucking listened to the podcast, right? <laughs> she goes, everyone's born with a hole inside of them, right? Which is where there's a little bit, there's a, an itch you can't scratch, right? Mm. It might be boredom or loneliness or pain or shame or, or any of these things. We've all got it. She went, and some people just acknowledge its presence and think, oh, well, that's something that's there. I'll try to manage it. And what I'll also try to do is stop it getting any bigger, right? Yeah. And then there's other people who think, ah, I'm not, I'm not naming names, but it could be me. You go, ah, fuck it out. I'll have to fill that hole up with stuff, right? <laughs> fill it, fill, fill, fill. Fill it up, fill the hole, fill the hole. Well, right? and, and when you fill the hole, right, then eventually, what does it do? Fucking makes the hole bigger, doesn't it, mate? And this is someone who spent formative years digging a lot. Mm. Exactly. Makes you think, doesn't it? So, Makes you think. Obviously, the hole analogy really worked well for the me. The hole was literal <laughs> as well I'm as metaphorical. Anna, listen to this. There's a bit about an hole. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking gut. Just so I thought this book couldn't get any better. She's talking about <laughs> holes now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she does a chapter about the wall. Uh, fucking hell when she get onto Dick Turpin this is cracking it's like she knows me it's my bible <laughs> anyway fucking good book read it yeah and also as well Not, if it's on yeah. if it's on Amazon Kindle you'll be able to download for free the opening bit which will get you the cunnilingus stuff <laughs> yeah so if you just want that now that I've preached you're all sitting at home listening going ah, don't know sounds a bit boring but I don't mind a bit about you know the, the looking funny <laughs> I quite like that. Can I just get that bit? Oh, great. It's in the intro. That's good. <laughs> just saying, just trying, to, just trying to save everyone a bit of money. Um, <laughs> You're right. That is the best bit. Jalapeño. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Can I just say, I keep meaning yeah. to say this in the podcast, I keep forgetting. Check your bits. Ladies and gentlemen, what, for lumps check and your that? bits. Check your bits for lumps and that. You keep forgetting mm. to do it, don't you? But you should do it. You should do it regularly. Check your bits. I've got a great way, if you want to do a mini Top Light Time Machine campaign to right. remind men, mm-hmm. is that the other day, my wife was going through some old files and she found... Interesting. Something- 
<laughs> a letter. A, le- I'd, I'd, the, a, a lump had been identified on my left testy when I was yeah. about 32. Right. And I, to- as you can imagine, I completely fucking freaked, freaked out. Freaked out, yeah. Massive style, yeah. right? well, of course. And the, the GP, and I was referred, but it was Asia, I said to the GP... I had a bit of money at the time, right? So I said to the GP, oh. look, man, I can't fucking wait a month for a was referral. It, Sam, was it Channel 5 money? <laughs> no, it wasn't that money. <laughs> I think I can't remember what money it was. Maybe it was when I was at Heat. I can't remember. I had some money, so I said, I said, right, I'm gonna, I can't wait a month because it, like, it was some mad time I had to wait. I said, I've got to mm. see some right away because I'm not sleeping. I'm just dreaming. Of, I'm just lying awake thinking I've got bollock cancer. Yeah. Send me to a fuck. I'll, I'll pay to go and see a private doc. 100 mm. quid it was, right? So I went along and the doctor examined my balls there and then. And when you go and see a private doctor, which I've done a couple of times in my life, right. fuck me, they've got all the time in the world. Right, they just, for, you, you're used to going in and out, aren't you? Because yeah. you don't want to use up any other cunt's time. You're mm. like, I'm really, you're, I'm always apologetic for being at the GP, so I think mm. I'm wasting their time here. But they, they, they want to fucking talk. Hey, and what is it you do? Oh, you're a journalist. How fascinating! I'm like, all right, mate. Listen, just get your hands around my bollocks and fucking <laughs> keep the small, keep the small talk for your posh customers. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not posh or rich. I'm just a fucking mad cunt who thinks he's dying. <laughs> So Check fucking get the bollocks felt and shut it, right? <laughs> I want to know, yes fucking... or no, in the next 30 seconds, yeah, cancer or not. Fail it, fail it, fail it. Is it cancer? And he, he did give me the sort of answer I like, which is, hey, no, you haven't got cancer, but it was nice and quick because I really pushed him. Uh, he sent this letter afterwards because doctors write to each other to say, right. yeah, I've seen, I've seen that geezer. This is what I said. So he sent a letter back to my GP, my NHS GP, mm. Um, just confirming what he had discovered in his testicular examination. Anna, my wife, has found the letter from the ball consultant to the GP. In her her files. In her files. (laughs) And it is fucking funny. (laughs) Because it's a letter basically about my test, the state of my testicles. But he also sort of, he also embellishes by going into little bits about me as a person. All right. <laughs> Blimey. It's fucking is the, great. Is this what they call a holistic approach? Oh, fuck knows. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He hasn't got bullet cancer, but I could say he could do with calming down a bit. I mean, <laughs> he lives. He, he's living out loud, which can actually, there is some evidence to suggest that if you live too out loud, it can make you get ill. <laughs> so he wants to watch it because it's only a matter of time before his balls do get cancer if he carries on like that for much longer so hell. but yeah I might put that up online because um, what the letter it's my, yeah a bit of a letter so people yeah. can read it for themselves because okay. it's funny and also be a reminder check yeah. your bollocks check your bits not just your bollocks if you're a lady listener tits tits balls the lot and <laughs> get it as, checked yeah uh, as they said in Gregory's Girl, tits bomb fan of the law. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's um, it's Pelia's 80th birthday. He's fucking 76, he's, isn't he? The yeah, cunt. he says it is. He just hasn't had any attention for a while because of COVID. So he thought, I need a fucking landmark birthday so we can yeah. do some sort of retrospective on my career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say I'm 80. <laughs> yeah. And that's all there is to say about that, I think. There's nothing else to well, add Well, and he's that. got a song out, which lots of people have sent to us, but oh, I haven't right, listened yeah. to it yet. Yeah. I've done um, a song to celebrate my own birthday. Go I'm 80, like this. I'm 80. What do you think about that? 
What did you get me for a gift? It better be good, because my name is Pele. <laughs> uh, I love Amazon vouchers and I love cash. <laughs> <laughs> Buy um, us a beer if you're feeling a bit skint. As long as there's something, I'll be all right. I'm definitely 80. What do you think about that? Hey! <laughs> I scored a million goals that I can remember, probably more. Who the fuck knows? I've shagged 10,000 birds in my life and I'm still going now. <laughs> and I don't need to use them pills I advertise either. No problem there. How many books do you think I've read? Answer. Fucking loads. More than you. Next question. <laughs> Congratulations. Happy birthday, Pelly. Well done, Pelle. Hey, my, um, my, I see it's a goldfish. It's not really gold. It's kind of like blue and yellow and that. But my fish uh, has been faking its own death recently. Oh, that old trick. He, he's, very, he's an att- attention fiend as well. Yeah, it's a very old fish. And I do think he's coming to the end of his life. But he just keeps occasionally just lying on his back. And <laughs> just like near the bottom of the tank, looking like he's all nice and dead. Hey, I didn't even I didn't even know you had a fucking fish. Yeah, I got You've fish, never yeah. mentioned the dickhead before. Well, it doesn't do much, does it? I'm sure I've mentioned it because it comes to the. Do front you prefer the... him to your dog? Well, yeah, it's fucking less maintenance, isn't it? Yeah. But it's uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it because he comes to the front of the tank when he sees me like making a cup of tea and stuff because he wants feed. <laughs> oi, oi. Yeah, you know that thing where they say goldfish have got a memory of seven seconds. That's bullshit. Yeah. Because this cunt knows yeah. when I'm around, it's fucking dinner time. So he comes yeah. to the front and, so he, you know... He must remember you, yeah. Dan- dances around, does the, the, the dance of the flaky fish food and then gets fed. Oi, oi, Andy. Yeah. Any chance of some fucking grab? But, <laughs> yeah, he started faking his death. He lies on his back near the bottom of the tank. First time he did it, there was a, a string of shit coming out of him. And oh. I just thought he was dead because, you know, you shit yourself when you're dead, don't you? And yeah. I thought, that's it. He's fucking died. Oh, well, I'll leave him there, tell the kids and they can have a look. Because they'll, they'll want yeah. to see. Fucking... 20 minutes later, the cunt's fucking dancing about again. And he's done it twice right. since then. He's fucking about with you, mate. So he's faking his death. Um, but he did it again this afternoon. But he did it right at the front of the tank where I normally, you know, have a chat with him. And mm. I felt bad. I'm like trying to say to him, you know, fucking pull yourself together, you know. Wake up. Get a grip. Or can you, like, go to the back where I can't see you? Go behind the little rock or something. Because it's upsetting. But, well... Um, I tell you, all I'm happy about is that you didn't act too swiftly when you thought he was dead and flush just him. flushed the cunt. Yeah, you I could know. have done. My, fuck it, I'm just going to deal with this now. I, I can't. I just got to deal with it, and you'd yeah. never know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to need to. He's going to need to be in a death position for at least 48 hours before, before I flush you, him. Yeah, and so, also get a fish coroner around or something like I might that do. to like yeah. check and do a post mortem if necessary. Yeah. On a little, uh, on a little saucer, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'll afraid he died of fish aids, Mister <laughs> Dawson. It's very sad. Well, I don't know how <laughs> he got that. Like he's, he never goes out. He's he never goes out anywhere. Yeah. So I don't don't look at me. Don't look at me. I haven't touched him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This is getting a big. Yeah. Mm. Move on. He may have got it from a blood transfusion. Have you ever had to give your goldfish a blood transfusion? No. Never. Have you? <laughs> Have you ever accidentally bled into the fish tank? Well, once or twice, but I mean, it wasn't. 
<laughs> on a Friday night, you know, once you've had Just a few like drinks. A, a little bit of blood, not like fucking gallons. Not enough to give the cunt AIDS. <laughs> ah, well, you see, sir, it doesn't take very much with a fish. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, tell you what, mate, fuck off. I don't like yeah. what you're saying. You're a bit fucking judgy, you are, man. <laughs> Let's choose your fucking credentials. Have you got any certificates? <laughs> Fish coroner. Ding dong. It's the fish coroner. All right, I'm coming. Well, put me and dressing gown on. Where is the deceased? Through there in his tank. <laughs> Have you brought your own saucer or do you want to use one of mine? <laughs> but um, I'll keep you updated because, like I say, he's done it two days in a row now, so I think the end might be near. Either that or he's just really enjoying faking his death I think he just likes to just check out now and again do you know what I mean uh, maybe he's just living the just stress yeah. lifestyle do you know what I mean what it is, yeah. he's getting older he's thinking I fucking earned a rest yeah. I've been swimming around this fucking tank for years mm. I've earned a fucking rest and sometimes I can't be always on as a goldfish I can't always be on always entertaining always doing yeah. my circle my laps my laps non-stop well, it, they, it, it's fun when they go to sleep because they sleep with their eyes open they just hover mm. In the water, mm. it's good. But, uh, yeah. So, I'll, yeah, I'll keep you posted. I well, think keep an eye soon. on that. Mm. Fish watch. What's his name? Jim. Jim. Jim the fish. All right. Pray for Jim, everyone. Yeah, we will. Um, football prediction, Sam? Football coming up this Let's weekend. Do it. What we got? Here we are. The fucking random fixture generator. I mean, it only has to generate two fixtures because the other three have to be West Ham, Sunderland and Millwall. But, I mean, fuck me, mm. wouldn't you what it's given us this weekend? Fulham versus right. Crystal Palace. Ugh, a horrible game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say 1-0. Yeah, it feels like that, doesn't it? I think Fulham might nick this 2-1. Wow. Uh, Brighton versus West Brom. Of all fucking fixtures right. to consider. Mate. I'll go first, this one, if you want. Mm. Uh, Brighton, West Brom. Um, 2-0 to Brighton. I'm going to say 2-1 Brighton. Okay. Um, West Ham versus Manchester City, Sam? 2-0 West Ham. Okay. Is this on the telly, is it? Yeah. God, you're on a lot. 2-0 West Ham. I'm going to go 2-0 Man City. Sorry about that. (laughs) We're on telly a lot, which is why I can keep banging on about not paying 15 quid. (laughs) Because they showed all West Ham. I don't know what your problem is. I mean, it's only 15 quid. Fucking, I'm sat here. Every single West Ham game so far has been on the box. <laughs> I'll probably change my tune in a couple yeah, of weeks. In a month's time, yeah, definitely. Uh, Sunderland versus Portsmouth. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Uh, I think it's going to be 1-0 to Sunderland. I'll say 2-0 Sunderland. Ooh. Finally, Millwall versus Barnsley. Fucking 1-0. Millwall. 1-0? Yeah. 2-1 Millwall. There we are. That's the prediction. Guess what there. Len's done? Just lastly, I'll leave you with this. Um, a lot of people have been bringing our attention to the uh, Wall board game that yep. I think is only available at... It's not on Amazon, is it? It's available at... What's it called, uh, that toy shop? It was, was it Smythe's or, or Smith's, they call it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I still would like that, obviously. I think you've bought it already. I've got it, you? yeah. Still in the box, though. They teach the kids basic coding at primary school. Right. Right. And they teach them and then they go right randomise something. Mm-hmm. Fucking Len's built the wall, hasn't he? Oh! 
He's built the wall because it's really. I mean, I don't know how he did it. I've got no idea about coding. Right. But in the if they've taught you basic coding to build a, ver- a version of the wall and then and then have something where you press a button and the balls all drop randomly, Fuck. and he writes the numbers along the bottom. So he's got it on the laptop here at wow. home, and he's written out questions for all the different rounds that he's got off the internet. Right, multiple yeah. choices. And tomorrow he is doing it and he's putting, I think my my good wife's going to go into isolation. <laughs> right. And we're going to play the fucking wall. Yes. On men's own home-built DIY, the wall. Fantastic. So that's what I've got lined up, mate. And that's Saturday just before the actual wall. Yeah, well, yeah, because we watched the wall on Sunday morning. Oh, you A lot do, of people you? tweet yeah. us on Saturday nights. It's going along. But mm. just so you know, if I don't respond, that's because because it's on too late for my son. We watch it together in our dressing gowns with a cup of tea on Sunday morning. So don't tweet you about it until Sunday morning. You can, you can, tweet, you can tweet me, but I'm not being rude if I don't respond. Yeah. But also know that if I was watching it, I also might not respond just out of rudeness. But on this occasion, yeah. it's because I don't watch in real time. I watch it back on Sunday. Can I just say, I don't know what this says about me or about football, but I've watched no European football this week, but I've watched nah. every night of the Million Pound Cube. What is the Million Pound Cube? A it's new the game cube. show? It's the Cube, Phil Schofield. Uh, Have you never seen the Cube? Uh, I've never seen it. Oh, no. it's great. They have to get inside the Cube and do challenges. Some are mental, I'm just, some are physical. I'm all about the wall, mate. I just can't, I can't, there's, I feel... There's, the- hey, there's room in your world for the wall and the Cube. Watch tonight's The Cube. <laughs> Because there's two fellas doing it, and they're up to about hundred grand, I think, and mm. they are both really, really fucking into it. You can tell they've mm-hmm. been like training and stuff, and yeah, going brilliant. through old episodes and kind of working out what's going to happen, and oh, be, wow. be, be pro- practicing for it. So they might do, they might win the million quid, or they might fall <laughs> on their fucking faces. I don't know. Watch we were talking the great game shows. We were talking earlier on. I saw producer Mark, mm-hmm. and we were talking about big break mm-hmm. and he was saying much like some people say thriller's a great album but can you still really listen to it without thinking about the awful crimes the of the yeah. person it? At, to which i go yeah of course you fucking can Can't, and off the wall a life a life without thriller is a life barely worth living right <laughs> stop being a fucking baby okay but he said what well by the same note what about big break great fucking show but jim davidson, jim davidson. bit iffy I said, end of the day, Big Break was brilliant. Mm. And let's be honest, one of the reasons it was brilliant was because of the energy and fun that Jim Davidson lent the format. It wouldn't have been the same without him. Yeah, With John Virgo. He never used any of his racist or prejudiced material. He wasn't allowed to. (laughs) He wasn't allowed to. He didn't need to because he he was capable of just generating fun out of hey. people competing in a snooker-based quiz show. He right? did the Generation game as well. He did that with a plum. He was fucking brilliant at it. So anyway, we were thinking, um, you know, like, there's some successful podcasts, particularly in America, where cast members of classic shows basically look back and do watch-alongs to the show. Right. So two of the women from the US office do a very successful podcast where they just talk about the US office. There's a Sopranos one as well, isn't there? Talking Sopranos. Yes, that Christopher does, right? Mate, our next podcast launch, Jim Davidson and John Virgo (laughs) going through classic episodes of Big Break. Uh, You can see it, can't you, Andy? You can see it. Jim Davidson of then doing it, 
But I think Jim Davidson's mindset in 2020 isn't what we need to launch a successful podcast. That's just that's just my gut uh, reaction. I, I met Jim Davidson with his best friend, Simon Weston, in the green room at Sky once when I was doing it in the papers <laughs> and they were coming into a veterans thing. Yeah. And it was on the best fun hours of my life. Okay. <laughs> I know Jim Davidson holds abhorrent opinions that yeah. I find despicable. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of these people, they can be charismatic. And Davidson and Weston, it was they were fucking entertaining company. Well, I'll just take it from Do you. Do you know what Jim... He went, he's my best mate, Simon Weston. And then he started just holding court in the green room, me and a few other people, just being, like, fucking really funny. And you're like, yeah. fucking hell. And then someone go, he goes... Where the fuck Simon gone? Because in the midst of this, Simon Weston, who's a bit more quiet, has fucked off. And I said, he's gone to makeup. And Jim Davidson, who just described him as best friend, went, fuck me, makeup. There'll be a long time of his boat race. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell, He'll mate. He'll be there till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got a job on their hands, in they? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Davidson. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll consider it. We'll put it on the to-do pile. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Give it some thought. Uh, that's it, I think, from this one. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened there, but there you go. Enjoy your weekend, everyone, and check your bits. Yeah, check them. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.